When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, this is James Newlander. Uh, we've been having a great talk here on the $2 Late Fee podcast. Zach and Dustin talking about some great stuff like Lost Boys and Blob. Come check it out. Before there was IMDb.com, there was Zach and Dustin. Congrats! You found $2 Late Fee, the best 80s movies podcast in the world. We revisit our favorite 80s movies. And sometimes 90s. And soundtracks from our youth. And then we interview our favorite people who help make them. All in the spirit of nostalgic positivity. Thanks for listening. The time has come for that frog brother you've all been waiting for to make his appearance on our show today. Jameson Newlander, Alan Frog, will be joining us on the show to talk about Lost Boys, talk about his career in Hollywood, and a whole lot more. What can I say about this? Well, it was a real treat. We had Jameson live in person. We had a great time. I don't know. This was a great interview. It was just a lot of fun. Yeah, it's cool to talk to somebody who has so many fond memories of one specific movie that we cover and who has no problem talking about every aspect of said movie. We brought up like The Blob, for example, and uh, we had a really fun $2 six question segment that'll follow this a week from today. The Lost Boys is, dare I say, the most popular vampire movie of all time, certainly the 80s. And he's a part of that history, so it's really great to have him on the show. I'm very excited that Dare I Say is back in your uh, in your language vernacular. I was missing it for a little bit, but it's back. I think that The Lost Boys is an amazing movie. Obviously, covered it last week. You guys can go check that out. We kind of go in, in depth about uh, a lot into the soundtrack, because the soundtrack was very uh, important to us. And to be able to sit down with one of the Frog Brothers and really hash out what that movie meant for him, uh, his relationship with the Corys, the, the Corys meeting for the first time, becoming the two Corys, um, where he fits into that is really interesting. And again, to be, like many of our guests, to be so young on the set of a major motion picture, a life-changing movie uh, at such a young age is always interesting i always enjoy when our guests come on and kind of talk about that process jameson newlander man great dude loved having him on that was then this is now 
Oh, well, just kind of that housekeeping stuff. Just like... Um, oh, good, yeah. If you're new to the show, welcome. We uh, are an 80s movies podcast. We've been around for uh, over four years now, and we have an amazing Patreon community that helps support what we do here. So if you are interested in doing that, uh, pop on over. We have some amazing exclusive content like uh, Tales from the Video Store. We have a live trivia contest every month. So much new cool new cool stuff it's so new it's cool, so cool. nothing cringe as the kids say or that maybe they <laughs> no, don't say nothing anymore. sus either nothing cringe nothing sus you won't be disappointed on our patreon and you equally won't be disappointed going to our youtube page and hitting that subscribe button on our video content because we have so much great content on there as well the live trivia that is a part of the patreon package is on there too and the Jameis newlander interview will be on there as well so go to our youtube page please subscribe blah 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 you know the whole deal you know we're shilling for our show but we love our show and and we love our community that we've built and everybody a part of it oh and i wanted to add one more thing really quick before we get to the interview jameson came on our show in may so there will be a few moments throughout this where he'll bring up some events that have already taken place we wanted to wait until October with Lost Boys and Halloween and the whole hullabaloo and all that good stuff. So just so you know, some of the events that you'll hear in this uh, have already happened. So go back in time and revisit them, relive them. If you were there, I'm sure they were great. If you weren't, um, they were they were still great, but, you know, they missed you. <laughs> Enjoy this interview with Jamison Newlander because you never know where it might go. Okay, that, that's kind of a weird ending, but I, I agree. Thanks, Jameson. You never know where the road might take you. That's, that's, that's not better. Oh. What, are you, are you just doing weird cliches, or I don't... What are you, <laughs> what are you doing? For better or worse. You never know. Wherever you go, there you are. What are, we, what are you... The road less traveled is the road I want to take. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Enjoy Jameson Newlander. So you were mentioning you do a lot of conventions. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes at these conventions, I get a chance to do like a little bit of uh, sightseeing or historical. Like, you know, you, you go to these places. I was in Gettysburg, you know, and someone gave me a tour oh, of the battlefield. Cool. It was awesome. Yeah. And so I was in Valley Forge and I was like, oh, I should go, you know, do a video and like pretend to be, um, you know, George Washington or whatever. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> when in Gettysburg, they say, go, go to the spots. Exactly. You could make up some name. Right? You're like, I'm Jebediah Thompson. Believe me, I'm not above it. I'm not above I'm it. I'm down with that too. Let's let's do this. <laughs> let's have a remote interview in Gettysburg. Let's do it. I'll tell you next time I'm in a historical place, I'll try and remember to let you guys okay, know. Okay, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, Jameson, it's awesome to have you on our show. Great. It's great to be here. I'm Truly. already having a great time. We haven't even gotten anything in the can yet. That know, says know. a lot. Right? We're we're not giving you anything. That anything wow. fun. So you're already having a good time. So oh we, if we turned ourselves on for good times. You go to time, 11. Scratch. Yeah, we <laughs> take to 11. Um, but no, we really appreciate you having you, having you in. Definitely. Um, and uh, you do a lot of conventions. Is there a season or do you, are there specific conventions that you like, I will only do these kinds or? Yeah, well, you know, um, there, there used to be a season, a convention season, and now it's kind of all year round. 
um, which is cool. Yeah. The the whole convention and nostalgia uh, business, I guess, has has really grown. And so there's all these conventions, these smaller ones growing in different, you know, like Oaks, Pennsylvania. You know, this is, you know, I wasn't um, I wasn't planning to go to Oaks necessarily. I don't know anybody <laughs> over there. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not on my bucket list either. But, yeah, you know. You know. Um, but it's cool. You no know? offense. Right. Yeah, no offense. Right. Good people. The people I met were awesome. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, so is that, was that the question? I guess. Yeah. Well, I just, you know, when it comes to conventions, you have a variety to choose from. And I'm just curious, kind of your thought process when somebody comes to you and says, you know, will you come here? Are you like, uh, what's going on with this? Is it? Yeah. Well, you know, interestingly, I'm kind of in this little thing right now where, because I, I'm, I'm kind of new to taking it seriously. Like, uh, there was a while where I was doing, I was in marketing for a while. Like, like, you know, my path was sort of like actor to writer. And then, you know, being a writer, you can write all kinds of stuff. So I, I ended up writing ad copy and things like that. Okay. Love it. Yeah, cool. which was fun. Yeah. Um, and and the thing is, so I was sort of doing this on the side and I wasn't taking that that seriously. And I think that this in this last few months, I did like a move that might have kind of like messed me up a little bit in a very small way. I'm only just kind of the reason I'm even talking about it is because I'm like it's, it's taken a hit to my confidence, like in just a small way, you know, okay. just, small, just okay. being honest about it, you know. Yeah. We appreciate that. Yeah. We're, get, we're here to boost yeah. you up. I appreciate yeah. it. I was going to, yeah. I was going <laughs> to, I don't need to ask for it then, you know, you no, guys okay. know. Trust me. Um, <laughs> so it's like, I did these conventions with this, you know, in this area of, in New Jersey and around New Jersey, Pennsylvania, you know, this place is near New Jersey as well. And, and now there's this big Lost Boys reunion they just announced. Um, Kiefer and um, Jason and Billy Worth and maybe some others they haven't yet announced are going to be at this thing. Okay. Anytime Jason and Kiefer you know, are going to be at something, it's awesome to go because it's it just the fans get so excited and it makes oh, it yeah. even bigger. You know, sure, and, of course. Yeah. And so... So I might ha I might miss out on this one because I think either the promoter is like, I don't want to say he's like uh, mad at me for doing the other ones. That's like putting intentions there. I, you know, yeah. I, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, you know, of that course. He, he's feeling like, you know, I've done a couple of conventions in that area. So, you know what I mean? It's like, I got to, I think that I'm in a place where I'm maybe wanting to be more deliberate. Like you're saying, like, do I only yes. do these? Maybe mm -hmm. I should get serious about it in that way. I've just been like, ah, this is fun. You know, this is great. So, wait, so this is a reunion coming up at the end of the summer in the, Jersey area, yeah. In um, in early August, I can't remember, like August fifth or sixth or okay. seventh, something like that. Um, in Cherry Hill, Cherry uh, Hill. Monster Mania is the oh, outside the of show. Philly. Right? Okay. Have you heard of the show? This is one of the biggest shows, if not the biggest show. Yeah. Um, and I've done it three times actually. I did it twice before Corey Haim passed, actually, mm. which was, was the really oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was really amazing, and you know, amazing at the time, and then also a key part of my memory of the hamster. You know, is like those those sort of like last 10 years of knowing him in a new way and being adults and stuff. It was beautiful. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, um, so, so it's a great show. And there was even this one time where I went and it was just when my first kid was born in 2008, it was like a week after. And my wife was like, you're, le you're really leaving. And I was like, look, if I go to this weekend, yeah. you know, I might, you know, it's like uh, these weekends can also be, you know, make a little money. You know, I feel like self-conscious yeah, about that. I want to connect yeah. with the fans. You know, that's a big part of it. But you know, you no, make a little money. Of course, you know? no, you have to be. So I made a little bit of, of bread that 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 was like key in the early part of you know being off for our first baby, and it made it helped us really have a kind of lovely early first few months of okay. You know, yeah. yeah. So I love that. Yeah, I love there's that. a win there. Yeah, a lot, a lot of wins. So I'm grateful for this show. I I'm sad to potentially miss it. This. Because of the promoter, 
you're saying? Well, because I think that there is some competition. You know, these are shows that are in the same area, and this is this is the biggest show, and there's other smaller shows that want to start pulling business. I mean, I'm extrapolating. I don't. I'm not okay. inside on this business, but I, that's that's kind of what I'm understanding. You know, so so the um, it might it might be that the promoter is saying like, look, you did these shows this year, so let's not have you do our show, and it might be completely legitimate. I, it, I feel like sort of be picked on a little bit in that way, but I'm sure it's not. I'm just, just, just paranoia. You know what I mean? Well, if, if it happens, great. If it doesn't, you know, uh, the fact that you're on our show and you get to basically say all right. the things that you would have said at that show, regardless. Exactly. Exactly. It's in a, a better that, way. That's more the silver lining. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And our listeners will campaign on your behalf to get you wherever you want. So you just, I say, appreciate that yeah. guys. I appreciate yeah. that. Well, there's yeah. something too about you were saying like the nostalgia of doing these shows and getting to connect with fans. But there is a commerce side, of course. So every guest we've had on our show has pretty much said the same thing. Like that's a great way also to make some money too. And that, yeah. that's, that is important, obviously in our society, but uh, you, you're getting to the fact that this movie is came out in 87, your character is so memorable. You know, when we talk about frog brothers, it's brothers. It's not just one or the other. It's always together. Uh, being a kid actor in a serious film a film that has stayed the test of time. I was talking to my son about it this morning because we were talking about Monster Squad and and mm -hmm. uh, Fright Night and Lost Boys, and he was trying to figure out which one was which, right? Because right. he, he's never he's seen Monster Squad, but he hasn't seen Lost Boys or Fright Night. Right, and, and probably saw pieces of other ones, you know. Yeah, like very, yeah, right. yeah. And, and he goes, he goes, are the vampires and Lost Boys are they cool? I go, yeah, they're really cool. He goes, I said, but here's the thing, like everybody's kind of cool in it. He goes, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Because <laughs> not everybody is cool in every movie. You right. Know? Yeah. There are kind of true. like yeah. a, we were talking about Fright Night the other. I love Fright Night personally. And I love Charlie Brewster, the main mm. uh, character in it. But everybody's not cool. But not yeah. everybody's cool <laughs> right, in that. Right. Evil Ed, yeah. which we love Stephen Jeffries. But, you know, he, he's he's not a cool guy. So, but, totally. But everybody in Fright Night is really cool. From grandfather down to the early. In, uh, Lost Boys. Mean, Lost, Sorry, Lost in Lost Boys. Boys. In Lost Boys. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's a that's a really good point, and it's kind of like um, it, it's a it's an interesting thing. You know, I get this question a lot about why this uh, movie is so good, and you know, why it's here still after whatever is thirty thirty six years. Thirty six years. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah. Um, we're all aging ourselves right now. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's well, I w I went through a loop or something, you know, right? Of course. I'm yeah. still like seventeen. Yes. Well, you're part of my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yes. so um, yeah, and I and I think that that was one of the, that's that might be something one of the like secrets of a good director, you know, that maybe obviously maybe not such a secret, but maybe not something we think about that much when we're not directors. But I, I was I had this script and I was talking to this director about it, and I was like, oh well, these are the characters that we want to be relating to, and you know, and everything. And she was like, look, I want to love every one of these characters, mm -hmm. you know. And so, and she's a really talented director, not a big director yet, but a, you know, so. I wonder if that's something about being a director that you are that you say like, hey, we're not just gonna tell this story in this convenient way. We're gonna we're gonna make each one of these characters someone that you understand and believe, and, you know, and stuff. So, and yeah. I think that's what Joel did, you know, with the help of all of us. You know, that's such an interesting point. I was just thinking about about story. This is totally off topic, but my my brother is he's a young adult author and he's writing a book right now cool. for nine to twelve specifically ages mm -hmm. nine to 12. And I started thinking about like, what was it when I was nine to 12 that I connected with? Right. But it is always that it's always what you're saying. It's always 
you have to relate to every yeah. character, even if it's like a one-dimensional villain or something. Mm -hmm. If you can create the motivations for that character, yeah, then you know, then we like to root against that character. Yeah, exactly. And we and we and we also, I, I mean, in in a way, it, it it goes into like as an actor, my kind of. What, what's emerging as my philosophy as an actor, and it emerged like only like a few weeks ago, I mean, you know, or I put this sort of words to it a few weeks ago, which is that like, it's it's my job to make sure that the audience looks at this character and, and sees this character as a human being, mm. you know, yeah. where it's like the writer has a certain intention and, you know, the writer has that job as well, you know, in certain ways, but it's like, they can't go all the way with that. This is just words they put on a page. Like, it's my job, it's the director's job, and it's my job to to turn this into something that you understand. You yeah. Know? Right. I'm glad you put that together after the- Yeah, a long time. It took a long time. <laughs> I realized my acting philosophy yesterday and- Yeah, uh, just in time for your show. <laughs> well, we, we've, we've had guests on our show that have said, most recently we had a guest that said, it wasn't until a year ago that she appreciated the work that she's done in the 80s. Totally, yeah, you know? totally. And that, and that you're so busy focused on moving forward, moving forward, moving forward. The grind. How often uh -huh. do you get to reflect- on what you do as a craft, how often do you get to reflect on what you've done as a person with your work? It's an interesting thing. And, and then it's mm -hmm. great that you actually did do that because not everybody does do that. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. just keep moving forward. Yeah, totally. I mean, maybe I've had, I have, I've had too much time on my hands to think about it, you know, but no, I no, no, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, but I agree. I mean, I think that it's, it's, it's a way of looking at it and appreciating it. Um, we don't have to just appreciate it for the success that it brought us or or whatever, or, or the way other people appreciate it. You know, right. other people appreciate it. That's great. Let's try to remember, you know, we can appreciate it in our own way, you know. What's so interesting, and you talk about uh, in Lost Boys, every character, well, and I said it too, every character is so relatable, but like pieces of them are relatable to me, you know, from literally little things like Corey Haim having a poster on his wall of Rob Lowe, and at the time I was like, that was weird, but wait, I have a poster of Johnny Depp on my wall, totally. you know, uh -huh. and that I was embarrassed when my friends came over because I didn't want them to think anything. It's, that's a whole other story. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, and then, and then, um, you know, Jason Patrick with his, with his sunglasses, I had those sunglasses. I, I wanted, and I thought it, my mom was just like Diane Weiss. Like really specific little, things. Yeah, yeah, very well, specific because, things. Because Broad, you were also like the new kid a lot. I was. You moved around a lot. I, and we moved around right? a lot. You, you, with your brother, with mm -hmm. your older brother, yep. who, you know, and then had had to make new friends. And totally. Go, so, I see so, now. So I, that's the even bigger thing. Uh -huh. You're right. Beyond the poster. You're right. Wow, that's... I it's, mean... It's coming out. You're relating to the movie. Right. What else? Did you have a... <laughs> is there a vampire thing in your life in a way, or do you... Uh, uh, suckers. You know, people There suck. you go. <laughs> people suck in the life out of you. Energy suckers, <laughs> toxic people. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so, to some degree. But we lived, you know... 15 minutes away from Santa Cruz, 20 minutes away from Santa Cruz. Is that right? Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was all these things. Comic book stores were a place that we hung out at. R&K Comics in Cupertino was like the place we all hung out at. Did you hang out at the comic book store that that we were at? No. I didn't go there until after the movie came out. Well, that's good too. I mean, we got we brought them some right. business. Absolutely. You, know? you did. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine. They're very grateful. I just emailed that guy uh, a couple of weeks ago, or a week ago, because I want to get up there to Santa Cruz to do the... I don't know, right? I mean, yeah, I think there's a there's going to be a an event coming up soon. Yeah, there's like a there's there's a screening they do every year of the film, and I don't know if that's the one you're talking about or if there's another Could event. Be. But I was thinking, like, why don't I get up there and I feel like the whole Santa Cruz thing can be better curated. The Lost Boys experience, totally, right? Yep. That it's like you got to find stuff, and that's kind of fun. It's you know, a gold mine there. 
That's so right. That's what I think. Excellent point. Yeah. So I, I'm going to try to get up there in the next like few weeks and set set things up. I talked to the this guy. Well, the comic book store, and I'm just going to, I'm actually, as for everyone who's wondering, I'm looking at one of the original uh, comics, a, re, a re, reproduction by a guy named Justin go. Ishmael. Um, the uh, Atlantis Fantasy World. Right, Atlantis. That's a right. gold mine, though, that, that, they, that potentially that they'd be sitting on. The That's Lost Boys experience. That's what I think. And I yeah. I think that I'm, I might get up there even, you know, it's, it's too soon. It take, it's, it's coming up too quickly to like really do something big. Yeah. Or to add something big. But I, maybe I can add something little. Maybe I can do like a personal walking tour, maybe a an after party or a before party. Look at you. I think that's genius. Wow. I really do. I, cool. Okay. I think cool. that's an opportunity that you must. Yeah. I appreciate uh, that. I yeah. appreciate that. I'm going to. Yeah. I mean, Jameson, that. you were like, just, just in the limited time we've known you, five, 10 minutes now. Uh, I love, love the fact that you, this, this film holds such a warm spot in your heart. It's cool. I, you know, it's like, it's a big part of my, um, I mean, certainly a big part of my career. You know, I, I went on after that to, I was just talking about this at this convention that uh, this guy had done all this like research on my theater career in mm -hmm. New York. And, and, and it was like, look, it was great. It was amazing, but it wasn't, um, people didn't see that, you know, like only a handful of people saw that. And so um, Lost Boys and the movies I did as a teenager became a you know a big part of my career yeah. you know and so it's it means it means a lot to me in that way and and also I'm starting to like we were talking about I'm trying to have fun with it I'm starting to enjoy it That's like great. and getting up to Santa Cruz part of that came out of just being like wait a minute like I I don't I don't need to just go to the conventions where they say we're hey this is a convention right, right? show up to this yeah. spot at a designated time and place and yeah and partly because there's opportunity and partly because I want to yeah you know like um starting to be able to key into that well we had yeah. uh, Matt Adler on a, a, a while back and he was in a movie North Shore that also came out in uh -huh. 1987 and that film is like people associate him with that movie totally. and he wears it like a badge of courage or badge of honor now like he'll yeah. go to screenings. For, uh, 40 years later, you know, and, and, and we'll continue to do those screenings or yeah. something like that. And, but it appreciates the fandom and appreciates his yeah. experience because it all was good stuff. He got friends out of it. You got friends out of it. You yeah. Know? So, friends, girlfriends. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Jamie Gertz. No, I'm kidding. Uh, can, no, can we roll it back wish, a little bit yeah. though? Can, can we, can we kind of start from the beginning of Lost Boys? Like talk about uh -huh. your audition experience and how did that all unfold? Yeah. You know, um, Auditioning as a teenager, so so it's like uh, being. I was here in L.A., and um, I was this awkward kind of, you know, preteen that all of a sudden I kind of like maybe wasn't so awkward anymore. I was becoming a teenager, looking kind of like you know some good looks in there. You know, like I, I'm not saying I was you know Rob Lowe or anything, but like you know, I looked in the mirror and I was like, you know what, I'm not as awkward as I was a year ago. Right. <laughs> like, you know. You, right. You have appreciation for yeah, who you see. And exactly. Like, okay. I love myself a little bit more. Right. Yeah. I love yeah. myself. I yeah. Mean, yeah. And so, um, and so, you know, I got an agent, you know, it wasn't like, oh, cool. I got an agent, you know, but it was like, um, you know, a different process being in LA. That's like, sometimes that's the, the town business in a way, you know, it's like right. being, right. It and it's like working at the factory, you know, if you, if you work in a factory town or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so, so I started auditioning and I, and I, and I got to, you know, when I got to the Lost Boys audition, I had already they had already done the audition or something like that. But I already had a relationship with uh, the casting director. Not a relate, not a relationship. Right. I mean, you know, she, she I was, got girlfriends out of this. Yeah. I had a relationship with the casting. Director. I had a relationship with the casting. It was yeah. wild. The eighties, baby. You heard the phrase "sleeping your way to the top." <laughs> 
Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I was 16 years old. I, I wouldn't have minded sleeping my way to the top, probably. Right. But I <laughs> didn't. I didn't. He's just 16. No, yeah, sorry. I wouldn't. I didn't know how to do it. You know, I wasn't. I didn't know how to do that. I, I was still in the. I, my mind was still in the awkward preteen. You know, so. Um, you didn't see She's My Tutor? You didn't see that movie? That taught my, you all about her. My Tutor, right? It was my, my Tutor, that's oh, right. Believe me, I the saw that The song was, She's My <laughs> yeah. Tutor. There was another one like it. I guess believe Risky me. Business was kind of like the next version of right. that. Right. Playing with Fire was right. another one. Right. Sybil Danning. Yeah, I mean, these things are like, you know, Sorry. preteen boys. I mean, let's be realistic, you know. So Zach, life. Sorry. Zach pulls out a manual of like <laughs> yeah, exactly. seducing teachers. I'm like that's why you were a teacher for a while, right? Because yeah. yeah. wow, <laughs> just wanted the reverse experience. <laughs> Dustin, <laughs> dig in the hole. That's controversial. <laughs> Chill, yeah. Chill around really. Sixteen, sixteen, <laughs> sixteen. Yeah. Okay. So I was sixteen. Okay. So and then so I had this. So I, I already met this casting casting director, Marianne Doherty, who was this like she discovered people. I don't know if you've heard that name. She was like uh, known for discovering people okay. kind of. And so she kind of discovered me, you know, and Excellent. right. And, and I, and also I had known Schumacher, I'd known Joel because um, I was in this acting class. There's this woman, Lynette Katsalis, who was the wife of this more famous uh, acting uh, teacher named Milton Katsalis and um, who a lot of us studied with. It was like this, yes. have you heard of this? Yes, we have. Yeah. Past guests have yeah. talked about yeah. it. Yep. Right. And, and it was this kind of like, I think they were New Yorkers or at least Milton was a New Yorker. Mm -hmm. And it was this New Yorker influence in, you know, in LA, which yeah. was so cool. Yeah. Super you know, cool. Right? Precious. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it, you can even see it in um, in my performance, too, that I had a kind of an East Coast thing. I, I just kind of liked that, you know. Right. And I sort of, in a way, pretended until I moved to New York. Anyway, we're getting off topic. But, no, no. It's all oh, yeah. good. Okay. <laughs> so... So I went in there and I already already knew the casting director and I knew Joel and and it all just kind of worked out you know it's like and and he there was this reference to that they were military that the, you know these the Frog Brothers were mm -hmm. military and so I wore my dad's fatigue jacket you know he was in the army and so and that's what they recreated for my character actually the ones with with dice on the sleeve oh, you know on so the cool. on the right Amazing. it was it's cool yeah. that's actually yeah. my dad's I mean it wasn't the exact one they you know they didn't want Newlander on it you know so they. Whatever. So, right. but they recreated it, which which I felt good about. I felt like that was they 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 noted that you know that that was yeah. somehow the character you know, and so that's really cool, isn't it? What an attention yeah. to detail. Yeah. yeah, and so what an attention to detail for him for both of us. You know what yeah, I mean for totally. me and for Joel. Yeah. You know, and and it, a tribute to my parents. You know too for you know helping me put that together. Yeah. Um. And so, uh. So we got it went great, and then um. Not too long after that, there's this uh, there's this callback for it, and and there I am in in the waiting room with Corey Feldman, you know, and okay. there's there's Corey. And we're, and Did we're you talking. know Corey? I didn't know Corey. Okay, right, right. I okay. I kind of knew who he was. I mean, I I knew those movies, I knew his movies, and I knew that he was that guy. I didn't quite have a a very good business sense then to be like knowing everything that I should know. Sure, but right. it's hard. And yeah, also you're is. a teenager. And exactly. also like the internet didn't exist. So it's, what are you going to, right? You're gonna, without the internet, right? What do you, what? Call up people and be right. like, who's this guy? <laughs> you know, get yeah. publications that didn't exist if you, yet. If you're not right. reading the newspaper on, yeah. paper on a regular basis or you're not going to the movies on a regular reading basis. trades. Yeah, yeah. you're not going to know. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Be like, give me the 411 on this kid. Corey right. Feldman. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know, Tell but, me the Corey yeah. Feldman you'd like to know about. No, it really yeah. is. We do no, take that is. for granted because you could be in a waiting room with somebody now and be like, who is this? Yeah, boom. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Skateboard right, kid. Right. And we do that at <laughs> I do that at conventions too all the time. You know? That's a true story, right. actually. Right. Right. Just being on the that happened uh, this, this this weekend. I was on the bus with like a bunch of people and I was like, 
who the heck is that guy? You know, and I went to yeah. the site, you know, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Couldn't have done that. Who was 30 it? years who ago? Well, a couple different people. Oh, I mean, yeah. you know, so I'm, 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 I'm actually merging a few right. stories into one, you know, just for the sake of <laughs> clarity. You're like, yeah. it's, it's Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, yeah, exactly. It was Kiefer. I didn't yeah. recognize uh, him. But uh, not to derail you. Sorry. So Corey right. is in the waiting room. Yeah. So there I am with Corey Feldman and we're getting along famously. Like, you know, we're, we're kids. We still get along like that. Like me and Corey, when we hang out, it's just, it, we're like, we're 16. I mean, we're both sort of stunted in our growth, you know, in that way, mentally, in certain ways, you know, <laughs> but it's also fun. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like we went to camp together is kind yes, of how it was, you know? Yes. And so. That's awesome. So there I was, and and we we went, we had really good chemistry. Joel really liked us. Um, but Joel was concerned about me because I was untested. Mm. You know, I hadn't been in a big movie before. I, I The stuff I'd done, I did, you know, a couple of commercials. I did, you know, shows, you know, yep. a, a spot and something. Right. So. You're on Valerie. Yeah, I was on Valerie. Yeah, exactly. Yes, you've done yes. homework as well. A little well. bit, a little bit. <laughs> With Jason Bateman. Yep. You know, that was yes. fun. So, um, yeah, and then, so, so then like a month and a half goes by. And oddly, I'm in, I'm in the, is that here? I don't <laughs> yeah, know. No. Right? It's in the ceiling. It's okay. It's, it's funny because I did a podcast where we pretended we didn't, we pretended that there was <laughs> We pretended we were on a construction site. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> pretended there was construction in the studio, but we like got it for cheap. Or, you know, we just, it was dumb. That's right. funny. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll probably be able to pull most of that out. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I'm sure. I'm sure. Most of it. So, <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> So there, okay, there we were. Yeah, okay. So they were concerned about me. So like a month and a half goes by. And it's fair. It's fair to be. Because you're working with a guy who yeah. uh, up to that point, 87, Feldman had been working since, I don't know, early 80s. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. In, in number one movies constantly. I mean, yeah. you hear him talk about it because he's like, this is how it went for me. You know, he's like, every movie I did was reached number one or was a big thing. It's how I thought it always went. You know, and right. that's how he thought. Right. Yeah. You know, which I understand. I understand. Totally. That, Why would you, know? you not do yeah, that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, um. So they looked around at everybody. They saw a bunch of people in New York, whatever. And then, and then as the story goes, and this could be Feldman, like you know, making it so that I'm like indebted to him, you know. But he that that Joel was like, look, we've seen a lot of people, you know. Who do you like best? And Corey was like, but I do believe it actually because we really yeah. did have a connection. He was like, I think Jamie was great. I think you know whatever he said about me, you know, whatever he said yeah. he said about me, you know. You owe me, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> I want Jamie, bro. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, and that's and that's very sweet. And um and I think it it the reason why I buy it is because like on screen, I do feel like there was a special connection that we had that kind of came from the fact that we got along off screen, you know. It's obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Is that so obvious? that's the first time yeah. you guys met. That, yeah. Okay, wow. Yeah. It's also the first time you met Haim on, on Lost Boys. He really? hadn't met him before. What? Oh that that's yeah. that's right. Because oh. they hadn't made him uh license to drive came out after. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. big time. License yeah. Drive, they put together, you know, License Drive and Dream a Little Dream after mm -hmm. they were the two mm -hmm. Corys, which they became yeah. on Lost Boys. And Matt Adler was in uh, Dream a Little Dream with oh, yeah. uh, with the two of them, so he reflected on that a little bit on our interview. But, oh, yeah, well, he's yeah. gonna, we're gonna have to throw down, <laughs> yeah, come on, because he was the bully, Reflecting. he was the bully uh -huh. in Dream a Little Dream. So, anyways, uh -huh. right, that's right, anyways, but but that's that's interesting. So, this is the first time, and you guys clicked, yeah, yeah, we, we really clicked. I mean, uh, Feldman's a really really great guy you know like i know that there's a, a lot you know a lot of times you see him and sometimes you see him and you're like wow he's really sharp and got it together and sometimes you think see him and you're like you know he's kind of like nuts or whatever i mean you know he's got that reputation right <laughs> well but, but there's 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 the way we're perceived uh socially right right mm -hmm. and then there's the way 
we really are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. and and if you obviously have a you've had a long long lasting relationship and friendship with him over these years. So. Yeah. And and you know, he's always been, you know, both the Corys, you know, uh, always been extremely sweet to me, very generous in when I meet the, you know, when I see them, just generous in just looking at me, talking to me, you know, not not you know what I mean? It, a friend. You yeah. Know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but but you okay? So you land that this is your first big thing. Yeah. You've obviously you did television, you did a, a TV movie. Uh, it was a TV movie. I, I believe, yeah, a couple right? TV movies. Yeah. movie of the week. So you you've know. been in the business now a little while. Yeah, a couple years. But you come on set to this movie that <laughs> is is God's got to be wild because it's 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 dare I say the biggest budgeted vampire horror film that up until mm. that point I think. And yeah, maybe, maybe. Like we're talking, it's it's not just the movie or the story but it's the soundtrack it's the oh, look yeah. i mean mm-hmm. it like this film it's a there's a reason why this is considered the favorite for so many people mm-hmm. it just overall you know like i said in the beginning it checks all the boxes yeah um good experience overall yeah amazing experience i mean you know easy it's easy to make to romanticize it even more in retrospect sure. you know yeah. which i've of course i've done you know right. there were times where it was <laughs> annoying you know it's we, we, you know i'm a 16 year old and my entire summer um is shooting this movie you know right. and it's like a right. lot of really fun parts but a lot of times where like i'd love to go out and just go to the beach you're you missing know? your life yeah your, exactly your friends are going somewhere cool and you're like yeah i gotta be up all night yeah exactly waiting. Just well, sitting in, we're around. Yeah, sitting around. Big, did you yeah. have your driver's license at this point? Um, I did have my driver's license, but I I didn't have a car yet. Um, but that's the summer you get the car. That's the summer you start driving right. everywhere. I, I don't know. It's yeah, a big deal. That's a big summer. I did definitely yeah. start driving. I didn't. I just didn't really even want my own car at first. I'm a youngest child, so I'm a, I'm a, learning to be navigatory. Yeah, <laughs> <What's up? laughs> not my strong suit. What? How many siblings do you have? I have two older sisters. Okay. Okay, and they were driving up to that point, so they're like, "Yeah, them and my parents are." I, you know, I'm also uh, among the youngest of a group of cousins. You okay. know, so all um, living in the Los Angeles area. Yeah, time? most of them. Okay, yeah, certainly at the time, I think everybody. All was. right, so you're hopping right. Are you the only one in the business at this point? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and my whole family, I think I'm the only one in the business. Well, in other ways, there are people are. You know, in the, actually, that's not true. Now I have a cousin who's the head of marketing at at uh, Warner Brothers. I mean, oh. yeah, Warner Brothers, cool. which is pretty big. You know. Heard of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've heard this yeah. at Warner Brothers. Heard, heard I used to get their catalogs. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. I did, actually. Did I used you used really? to get the WB yeah. catalogs, and they would have the actors in promoting some of their oh. clothes. So uh-huh. uh, like Caddyshack yeah. 2 had yeah. come out at that point, and I think they had – it was either Dan Aykroyd or Chevy Chase. Someone was wearing a Caddyshack 2 sweatshirt. Oh. And you, get the, you got uh, it? You bought no, it? No, I didn't buy it. I almost do, got do the – Do you still own it? I don't. Oh, okay. We have a segment on our show. Uh-huh. We do a Patreon uh, and the, one of the segments is why does Zach own this? <laughs> and it's all the random stuff I have. Case in point, these amazing comic books from a recreation. Yeah. That's, Lost Boys. that's not as random. You know what I mean? Like this is more like, like true. It's some random. Right, right. It's like you collecting like a wrapper off a Snapple bottle that had a good, good trivia, a good that. trivia riddle or something. You're I like, would <laughs> never do that. Well, that's that's something yeah. I might do actually. You know, the like the, tops. The, the no, top. but I worked, yeah. we, we worked at video stores, yeah. and yeah. I would laminate everything. And when when the boss would leave, and I was in charge of the laminating machine, I would <laughs> laminate <laughs> everything, every fucking thing, everything. In the store. So I, believe, I would yeah. make my own little hang tags for my car. And I, and I was a big fan of this martial artist named Richard Norton. So I cut out a picture of him from a video box, and I laminated and had it hanging from my car. I, I love it. Genius. Framed genius. in my house. It's really a, a business. 
You, yeah. Like you could probably be selling those. I made, side side hustle. I made my own buttons. I made my own buttons. We had a button making machine. And I made my own buttons. That's a cool thing. Like, what do you mean? Like buttons? Like, like you mean like pins? Like, so, uh, like yeah. a like a pin that you'd wear. So, yeah. I would cut out pictures from the Fangoria magazines and make my own buttons. Freddy Krueger. The the you know. Yeah. Uh, do you have any Lost Boy ones from Lost? I do. Boys? I do. I did not bring that. Let me know if you have them. You want me to like try and like sell them? I should have like at the convention oh having like a bin of like uh, things for like you know each thing is like ten bucks or something like that, and like things that really you know you know because at the convention everything is pretty expensive. So if there's something that's oh, not yeah. that much, not that expensive, it might be fun to to grab it. Side hustle. Good, good point. Side hustle. Yeah, there you go. Let at me know. Santa Cruz experience. I'll go. Up to Santa. Yeah. You want to go up to Santa Cruz? Yeah. You guys want to yeah. come? Yeah. Oh you my should. god. Yeah. We could do a live let's, show from well, there. Let's talk yeah. about it. You, I'm serious. I mean, you know, we'll talk I'm about it. I'm serious too. Because I'm trying Absolutely. to get, I'm just trying to like, like I'm not a project manager. Like if you have me as a project manager, you're really screwed, you know? <laughs> so I have to, so I'm not, I, I, I'm sort of like um, wanting to do something, but I can't be the leader of it. And so I've, I've sort of engaged some people to like help me. You're an ideas man. Exactly. I'm the yeah. same way yeah. though. Yeah. I'm yes. an ideas man. You know that. I, I, it's far, hard for me to execute things, but. Right. Yeah. Well, you no, know, that's, that's so it, where a team comes into play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's exactly, like if, yeah. if you guys want to come up and do a, a thing like I we I totally think we could um, people would enjoy that. And I certainly would enjoy it and would to be, be part of it. Right. So I didn't mean to so, derail from the WB yeah. catalogs. I wish I still had right. those because they were really entertaining. But yeah. Um, yeah. 16 being on set days. Some days sucked. Some days didn't. Yeah. Was it the was it the uh, special effects days with the crazy amount of goop? And yes. Slime? The goop is the was the worst part. Mm, you yeah. hit on the exact worst part. And when I say worst. Thank you. And I'm sorry. <laughs> totally. I mean, you know, it's like you got to see like how, how good an experience it was when if that's the worst part. You know, you're in this Hollywood movie and you're sitting in this slime that's going to become this epic thing. You know, like, OK, so there are, there are worse things in life. But it was tough. It was a lot. It was like sitting in cold, goopy stuff, and you start right. to think about that it's slime. And I'm 16, you know. Yeah, totally. But so, yeah. on the blob, you didn't get gooped, so I that was know. probably your your karmic, you <laughs> your karmic payback. I know. I, you, you didn't get gooped. We were talking about that yeah. actually this morning. Were you? Were you? You didn't get killed in the blob. No. Okay. So this is the problem with the blob. We'll this come back. Is to what last happened? Point. With yeah, the blob. Yes. yeah. We'll come back. But yeah. So the problem with the blob was that. I, I got my hair cut. Okay. So I was in a show at, at school, um, which by the way, uh, another remind me about that regarding Lost Boys show at school. Can okay. I get back to okay. school? Okay. Lost so, Boys. so with this, with the blob, I was in a show at school and they were like, can you cut your hair? And I was like, well, I'm in this movie. And, and then they were like, okay, you're not shooting for another uh, four weeks. You're going to do green screen in four weeks. So okay. I was like, all right, well, cut my hair. <laughs> you know, I get this oh, call. No. It's, it's next week. Oh no! So yeah, yeah, and the thing is, it was not the right move to cut my hair anyway. I should have been better managed along that those lines. Why did the show want you to cut your hair? Because it was well, it was how to succeed in business without really trying. Oh, they want a little more clean cut. Yeah, I was a clean cut. I was the the CEO. I don't know if you know. Oh yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I come in as the CEO, you know, and I was like, you know, and they were like, and I was like, yeah, but he's the CEO, and they were like, yeah, but he's the kind of guy that has like three manicures a day, you know, so. But it was okay. dumb. I should have just been like, "Look, I'm in this right. movie. Screw right. you." you right. Know. The movie's <laughs> this is Hollywood money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I tie it in a bun? <laughs> have you heard of Hollywood? <laughs> yes. So, uh, but so you got a call. It's next week. Yeah. So I I was like, I got a trim, and they were like, "Okay, come in." <laughs> you know, and I came in, and they were all. I could tell they were all pissed off. Chuck Russell, he's was really sweet about it. He wasn't. But he was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I don't ever cut your hair on a show. Um, and he's like, yeah, we'll lay, layer some smoke in there, you know. 
So <laughs> Chuck Russell obviously has directed a bunch of movies. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street uh, 3. Yeah. Um, and the, the Mask. Yeah. Is it, did he direct The Mask? Yeah, it could have been in The Mask I think he if did. I didn't I think screw he that did. up. You yeah. know? So great movie, The Mask. By the way, a lot of his movies, great movies. I love yeah. Chuck Russell. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I, we love The Blob. The yeah. Blob is, is one of the few uh, remakes that is maybe better than the original. I'm really happy when people yeah. like the Blob because I love the Blob. It's really good. But am I wrong in saying that it seemed like most of the actors in the Blob have like hair extensions or wigs or? I mean, Kevin Dillon yeah, clearly but... has a wig on. Well, Kevin Dillon's it doesn't move. <laughs> like he like, <laughs> that whips was so his head. That was the only thing about that movie that ever bugged me. He, was his he hair. whips his head, and really, I, that's I, funny. I have to look back at it. I, I am, think about I am just like that's the only question I'm asking myself the entire time I'm watching the Blob. I'm always like. Is it real? It seems like a wig. <laughs> Did the blob get to that hair? And Is that part of the blob? And then if it's a wig, why are they getting mad at you? You know? Yeah, but I'm a right. day player. I mean, like I right, they already they all it was all it was like I don't, don't know. Don't have any wig budget for you. Exactly. Kid. The wig budget was all you <laughs> stuff. You know, he like tapped totally tapped out the wig budget, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> well, the special effects are ridiculously good in that film. Uh-huh. Right. They really they're are. practical. They're, they're, they're really practical, are. right? All practical or mostly practical. Mostly. Um, a lot of green screen. Oh yeah, true. There's um, green screen. That's right. Of course. But but the actual like a lot of gore physical like gore yeah. effects. Yeah, and yeah. they had. I mean, I remember this that they had. Um, I was asking people about it who who were killed, and like um, <laughs> no, they're dead. <laughs> who didn't right. cut their hair? We didn't no. have to sit in the goop. The <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like your little brother in that. Yeah, my little brother. Those <laughs> Which guys. Is shocking. Yeah. Right. I love those guys. Uh, you know, like those are like my buddies on the set. Those two guys. Um, and, and like, so they, they would like throw these sheets of, of, uh, like a, almost like a gelatin, you know, like a big thing of gelatin that wasn't like, you know, wasn't slime. Like you wouldn't go, it wouldn't fall apart. You know, it was like the sheet would stay together, but okay. it would look like you're inside of it. You know, they had that and then they had actual stuff and then all kinds of other little effects, but they were all, those were all practical effects, you know, yeah. which is exciting for me, you know, because as great as CGI is, I mean, I think when practical effects were like kind of cool. Well, yeah, and, and we're talking yeah. about a time when when CGI was in its infant stages, right. relatively. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it wasn't as good looking. Totally, right. Yeah, you could totally tell. And you're coming off the heels of Lost Boys, which again has practical effects, and it is right, all practical, beyond good <laughs> um, overall, right? And so you you come in into into the blob, and it's it's right in your face, right. And that's a pivotal scene too, the movie theater scene, which is an homage to the original. Yeah, totally, totally. I'm honored to be in that scene. And you know what? I can't, I really liked my work in that movie, actually. I know, wanted more of you. I appreciate it. Yeah, it does seem, well, so to your point, you were saying there was a problem with the blob. Yeah. Did you, were you cut out because of your hair? More, I, it, more scenes or something? It sounded like that green screen that they were talking about, that green screen they were talking about didn't happen. And so that, that was, okay. maybe they were going to kill me or maybe I was just near them, near the death. But really, the last time you see me is where I'm in the window looking right. out. Right. You know? Like, are they safe? Is my, is right. my, my brother, friend, and uh, friend safe? Yeah. yeah. As they go down yeah. the sewer. And I was like, Eddie, you know, but, yeah. but then you, you go back into the building where there is a blob. So you're right. right so yeah. you're like, oh, I don't know. Well, and yeah. I went back in that building, I guess, because I had cut my hair. So I, I mean, I don't know. I'm also like putting it together a little bit, but, um, you know, if you, so anyway, that's actually a nice bit of trivia. So if you look at that last scene, you can see that my hair is much shorter than it is in the earlier scenes. Because as oh, the okay. usher, right, my hair is yeah. kind of long. That's what he liked. I didn't quite realize that's what he liked. Yeah. Because you're this young kid working yeah, summer stoner, job maybe, you know. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's what he even said. He was like, you're, you know, you're smoking this bliff up in the, you know, I don't know if he said yeah. spliff, but you know. <laughs> right, right. Up in the, you know, projection booth, you know. Sharing tickets, man. Do you know how hard it is to share a ticket? 
1988 or whatever it was 1988 yeah was, yeah so. yeah stuff stuff you know i did all that in like uh in preparing for the role no i'm kidding <laughs> right so is the lesson basically never cut your hair for a play that's I, not paying you yeah basically that's right yeah Where, wherever the money's coming from listen to them on right, your haircutting right. well you had said you had said to remind you about high school in yeah. this play yeah i mean i think just to uh, wrap that up which is that the lesson i think is like if you're on a movie always check in with the movie you know if you're going to do anything right you know? right um and so the other thing about high school is that that period of time where all, they were looking at other people for my role and i was like what's going on with this role for lost boys for lost boys yeah I was in Peter Pan as a lost boy at, in high school. Isn't that trippy? <laughs> you know, that is trippy. More and more, I'm thinking about that. And I'm like, you know, I'm not like superstitious, really, but I do kind of like being like the universe, you know. But like, as I kind of look at that, that's some alignment. Reach into the choir. Is that right? Yeah. You talk yeah, universe yeah. a lot. I think so. I mean, my wife more so than myself, but and he's good about that too. You really got to listen to those signs. Really, I, you know, well, yeah, I'm I'm forgetting uh, the actual theory, which is, uh, you know, when you, it's like the things are always there, but you don't always see them, and then when you're yeah. aware of them, then you start seeing them, and you're like, wow, that's crazy, but yes. they were always there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I believe I believe that. Yeah, that that there's a lot of things there that we Bader. What's what's the the I don't know. I'm not really that a philosopher? Yeah, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ruth yeah. Bader Ginsburg. You said mean, it. Uh, 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 who is it? Dr. Steve Brule. No, there's a there's something like Bader. It's something like Bader, but it's like Bruder or something. Yeah. Something. Dietrich Bader. Sorry. Well, yeah. It'll, Dietrich. It'll come to me as soon as, <laughs> as soon as we're done. But yes. Well, yeah. yeah. So you're playing a lost boy in this play, and then you go yeah. on to become well, you're not a lost boy in it. You're, I'm not a lost you're boy in it. True. Badass true. mofo. Yeah, I'm Frog Brother. Yeah, but I mean, um, you're really you're literally doing what I wanted to do as a kid. I would go to the yeah. surplus all the time, look at the grenades that have been diffused. You know, totally. I did that too. Yeah. I did that too. I, like, I love so that cool. stuff. I want this yeah. stuff. That was yeah. that was when it was cool. Yeah. Before we realized how horrible all these things are. Yeah. Well, because they were those guardrails. Society had those guardrails. Like you know, right. You had that that right. grenade, and it had that you know hollowed out. Nobody had a real grenade. No, you know? I mean, not, nobody I knew anyway. Not, right. not as far as I knew right. too. That so M80s, but that's a whole other. Yeah, story. actually, and then you get into the 80s where it didn't, um, uh, it didn't, where there apparently was this, you know, all of a sudden we're aware of like, oh, there's Uzis on the street, I guess, or, right. you know, and so. Oh, we better pull these Entertech guns. Do you guys remember Entertech guns? They were um, battery powered water guns, but they were, they were, they looked like a machine gun. They uh -huh. looked like an Uzi. Yeah. Yeah. I had one that looked like the machine gun uh, Jack Burton had in Big Trouble in Little right, China. Right. So I literally thought I was Jack Burton yeah. running around oh, yeah, with my yeah, knife and my yeah. gun. Yeah, and then suddenly they were pulled, you know, or they were they tipped. Right. They would put the, they put the red the tip, tip. Yeah, or and the, the right. orange, paint over it. Yeah, the orange tip. Which I, I painted over it too, or at least I meant to, or at least yeah. pull off yeah. the orange tip. <laughs> look, I totally get <laughs> I why. I meant to. But as a yeah. kid, yeah. your mindset is, I don't want it to look like that. I want it to look like right. the real thing. Yeah. That's the whole point. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, why do you think they had, like, they gave us the water guns? And like, I went for that, right for that Uzi. You know, Me that, too. Yeah. 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 And the in the in the in the the, uh, the the bullets or whatever the the ammo pack that's what held the water. So you the you magazine. know yeah. so cool. Oh, I agree. Anyways, yeah. So there was a movie we're covering another movie called uh, Ruskies that came out sure, around the same sure. time. I remember. And actually, that. I think the T-shirt that one of you wears in the movie with the machine gun and it's like. Um, 
I forget what the slogan is, but it's got like a machine yeah. gun on Never it. Never say die or like die. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's also in Brewski's too. Oh, okay. Uh, same shirt. And I'm like, I want that shirt. But those same yeah. idea of the army. Is it was the airborne a, one? Yeah, it was the airborne one, yeah. I think. Mm -hmm. And the army is such a big deal to kids, especially young yeah. boys mm -hmm. at that time. Yeah. Where, you know. Yeah, well, I think that's why he went that way. That's why uh, Joel, or, or it might have, I don't know, because, you know, have you heard the story about Lost Boys about how, like, it was supposed to be more of, like, a Goonies with lot with vampires? Yes. And then, so it's like, when that changed, I think the Frog Brothers changed, too. And I think mm -hmm. that, that, that was Schumacher's vision, this military, paramilitary duo. And it's based on that fact. I, okay. or that, that, I, I mean, I think it is that it's like, that's, that's what young, you know, kids do. You know, yeah. or cer a certain type of young boy was into that kind of stuff, which I was. I had, you know, much later than a lot of kids did, I had little plastic soldiers and I mounted battles and stuff like that. And, and you know, I don't know why it was exciting, you know, but so it's like, I feel like we're, they were tapping into that. Well, your right? dad was yeah. in the military, right? Yeah. I mean, he wasn't a military guy. He just had, he went, he had an army thing, a tour just really between all of the action. Okay. <laughs> you know, so you never saw action. I mean, my dad was a Navy SEAL. So oh, cool. when G.I. Wow. Joe came out and Torpedo, the figure came out, I'm like, that's my dad. Oh, you know? Yeah, right. that's so nice. You that's Maybe that taps into something too. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Yeah. I think there's something about those movies in the 80s where the kids all know more than the adults. Yes. You know, as far yes, as like yes. what's going on in the town. So like, you know, it's not like now you'd be like, well, conspiracy theorists or whatever. But but the fact is, is like you guys, the Frog Brothers know what's going on. <laughs> it's not a comic book. It's a survival manual. Right. Yeah. You know, pray you don't ever need to call us. It's like, you know, I think when you guys are introduced, we're like, oh, what's going on? But, you know, immediately pretty much that there is a problem in the town. Right. And you guys right. are the only ones that know about it. Right. And yeah. it, it's actually, yeah, it's interesting if you think about it like that, because I, you know, it's hard for me to think of the chronology of the movie because I know it so well, you know, but it's like, yeah, where where you look at these guys and you're like, oh, okay, it, this is this the younger kid is just, you know, these are these goofballs or whatever. Yeah. And then the fact that they end up saving the day, you know, it's pretty cool, <laughs> right, right, right. you know. So was there a question in there? I forget. No, it's more of just an observation. No, just just more about, about how, because you said it was like going to be like Goonies. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know what I had to say about that, which is what you were saying – about that thing in the eighties of the kids knowing more. Yes. You know, that it's like that. I mean, we even, even see it with like Harry Potter, you know, and that's not then, you know, that's now. Yeah, so right. I think that's like a theme of, um, certainly when you start having programming toward that age, you know, is that you, there's this element of like, wait a minute, wait a minute, parents, parents and adults and everything are fine and everything, but I'm not going to believe them in the same way that I did when I was five or six or whatever. And right. it's time to start questioning it. And, and the, to tap into that, you know, to tap into that, like, you know what, maybe we do know more, you know, we're out in the community. I mean, Frog Brothers, certainly we know more, knew more than our parents. They were stoners, you know, in right. The, right. Right. And it's like, I had to talk, I had to, uh, well, I, I, I was texting with a, uh, someone who was wanted to come up with, uh, they were, they were wanting to come up with the Frog Brother thing, like some fan fiction. Mm -hmm. And, and they were like, you know, what's the history of them, you know? And I, I had these thoughts that I hadn't really ever had to articulate. But I was like, you know, one of the things about Santa Cruz, and you grew up near, is it, you grew yeah. up near Santa yep. Cruz, yeah. So it's like Santa Cruz had these hippie communities. I mean, yeah. right? They, they were full on, they were real hippie communities. And, and you know, the 80s is not that far from the 60s, nope. you know? Nope. Right. So they, it was like, and so, so you got these communities and the Frog Brothers are these kids of these, you know, so, so they, they grew up in this community where they probably had a lot of freedom. 
yeah. you know, and and they were on their bikes, and they really got to know that town, you know, and maybe even in the in that community is some spirituality that they tapped into and mm. and realized what you know. These are things that we're thinking about because you know we can talk about this later or, or now or later. The that we're trying to do a Frog Brothers show. We're trying. We're pitching a Frog Brothers show, and cool. so I'm okay. tapping into these ideas. Okay, you know? I'm not going I love away. it. Right, and so it's like. Um, you know, the, to, to imagine these kids, like and when yeah, you say we who, who right now, um, me and Feldman and our sort of mutual people, okay. um, you know, so um, there's other people that you know in the cast that we've talked to, you know, that I don't, you know, that I can't say that like they're fully sure. on board yet, you know, no, what I mean? of but, course, but I just meant like, was it just uh, if there were as far as the, the original royal team, we, <laughs> well, no, no, the original, <laughs> the original, if you were like, we got so and so story right. by what you know, whatever, right, I right, wasn't sure, uh. Yeah, we don't. We we have we have some interest from these various things. We don't yet have them attached or that, either way. Early, pro awesome. early in the process. Amazing. Yeah, it's exciting, yes. right? Yes. And so you know, beginning to think about this and think about like, you know, was how did they know that they were vampires? And you know, is that because they talked to somebody? Did did they have a sense? Did they just come across it? Or you know, so looking into all those things is is interesting right. and fun. You know, it is interesting. And Santa Cruz does have that spiritual side, but they also have a dark side too. Uh -huh. with the, there's a there's a, a I'm not sure about it now, but I know in the late 80s, early 90s, there was a huge, not a huge, but a large uh, white supremacist, like skinhead ah, interesting. Uh, group up there. Uh -huh. And that, because, you know, you can hide out basically, right? But there was right. this level of darkness as well when I would go there. Uh -huh. I love Santa Cruz. I hold it very fondly. We go up there all the time. But there's also this side of it, like, That's there's some shady people over there, you know, that live in the area or nearby. Mm -hmm. And so I think that adds to, you know the, the 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 kind of the richness of the area. Yeah. Right. Aren't there skinheads at the campfire? Yes. The original. Yeah. They, yeah. And the thug right. and people the the, right. the guys that robbed the the store. One yeah, point, that's right. They, they used they were a bigger part of the plot for a while actually. At really. First. Yeah. Okay. They were a lot of their stuff was cut out and not because they didn't do a great job. They were awesome uh, those yeah. guys. But um, you know, I just think streamlining the plot. But they have were, to, right? Yeah, they yeah. were called surf Nazis in the script. And I mean, it's legit. It's legit. Yeah, you know. So that's probably what we're trying okay. to reference that. You're uh, Brooke McCarter. Uh, we were talking about him recently in the movie Thrashing. Uh -huh. You know, and he plays Paul as yeah. one of the vampires. Um, like that, that kind of interaction. His his makeup. It, that's where a lot of the goop comes from. I think. That, yeah. Mm. Did you have a good experience with? Brooke. Yeah, I love Brooke. I mean, rest in peace, obviously. Yeah, rest in peace. Like, um, you know, at the time there was this difference between the younger kids and the older kids. Um, me and Feldman, and you know, Hayne was trying to bridge the two, and mm -hmm. you know, kind of, kind of did it. Uh, was able to do it. Um, but like me and Feldman, really, it's just me and Feldman actually. You know that like we were just kids. You know, we, you know, we, 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 we probably would have liked to join the parties, you know, but we yeah. just didn't even know how or whatever. <laughs> right, you know? And right. he did a little, you know, he was right, Corey Feldman, right. so, you know, but like I didn't at all. You how know? do we do it? I don't know. Yeah, well, like, yeah, there's clearly a, a, a yeah. line down the middle of yeah. like, you guys are the kids, we're the vampires, we're the adults here, whatever. Yeah. And, and, you know, that easily could have been intentional on Joel's part, you know, just to set that up. Okay. Um, but it's also naturally the fact that they were much cooler than we were. You know, like me and Feldman, like Feldman is is cool. I think he's cool and he's cool in certain ways. Yeah. And and people thought I was cool in certain ways, but I was nowhere near as cool as them. Like Billy Worth, it. you know, Brooke McCarter, right. right? 
right. super sexy, hunky yeah. dudes. Oh yeah. And I, my brother's five years older than me. I remember being that awkward. Like I thought I was exactly. cool in my camouflage pants <laughs> with my bandana around my head with yeah. my sleeve. And, and I looked like a dork to the people it's five so years older true. than me. Yeah. I was the dork it's younger so brother. True. And my brother All had right. the mullet with the you know sun in in his hair. <laughs> he was so cool. And, big muscles and i was the scrawny kid who had mullet. all the weapons yeah the sun shining through his no mullet. sun in you remember right. sun in oh, sun in. <laughs> sun in you'd spray it in your hair and it would like frost frost your tips but it'd make it orange anyways brilliant anyways brilliant. gazing yeah. at your brother as he's like in the sitting in the driveway i mean he wanted to be jason <laughs> yeah. patrick's character he literally totally. i think he wanted you know with the earring and everything and look at my yeah. earring i'm so cool yeah oh yeah definitely i mean right i mean they set the standard those guys you know <laughs> but i wanted to be you guys because i was yeah. of that age yeah. you know? right it made it okay yeah. that was a nice thing about the frog brothers is that we made it okay to be a, a nerd it made made it okay if you're into comic books and you and you're running around and you think there's vampires yes. and you want to yes. dress as military yes. go for it yeah you know you might just save the day right you know? i didn't think you guys were 16 are you supposed to be 16 in the movie? I think we're supposed to be a little younger. Okay, I think we're yeah, more like 13, track, 14. Yeah. 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 We were all kind of small and, you know, baby faced, you know, at the time. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like laughing, you know, because you guys are taking it, you're so serious. Oh, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's just like, yeah. And that's, and that's Schumacher's doing as well. That's Joel, you know, being like, he, he, you know, and well, and we haven't talked about Brooke McCarter that much. So this is relating to Brooke. That Brooke at some point in the shooting was like, it was like, you guys are, you know, I, the Frog Brothers are awesome, like the comic relief, you know. And I was like, yeah. I didn't, <laughs> like, I didn't quite get that, right. you know what I mean? Like, right. yeah. I guess I knew it was funny, but Joel didn't want us to 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 right. play it for laughs. It's not funny to you. Yeah, it's really You're not, not aware it's funny. Exactly, yes. it's very yes. serious. It, yeah, you know, it is. And um, so that's I think part of what sold it, you know, is he was like, look, you're you're Chuck Norris. You're you know, I mean, I was sort of more of the Chuck Norris, and uh, Feldman was more of like the Sylvester Stallone. But he, right. these are the people he brought totally. up. Right. Yeah, he was like, you right, guys right, are right. the heroes, and he was right. I mean, yeah. but he's like, don't don't play at it at all. You know, nope. right. you're you're Charles Bronson. You know, and so we we watched this stuff, and he was like. And he even said he was like, scream into a pillow. He's <laughs> like, to get yourself, your voice like this. Yeah. And we didn't do that, but um, Feldman actually. Wait, to strain your voice? Well, yeah. I mean, not not, the, not a great bit of direction. He he didn't offer bits like that that much, but that was something we didn't really do, but it was something that I'm glad we didn't do, you know. Right. Yeah. But like, it's funny that he said Hilarious. that actually, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. And and so, you know, so that we were like, you know. Like but, but Feldman is doing a Stallone, <laughs> well, basically. What's funny, what's yeah, funny about yeah. it is. Is that uh. we come we come up so so like you know I so then I didn't see Feldman you know we I knew we got this part you know and everything like that so we we go to LAX to go up to you know the, to go up to Santa Cruz you know to get on this plane and so we're flying together you know and Feldman knows this drill you know he's he's right. gone to location a hundred right. times and I I'm like so he's bored sick. of it he's yeah, so yeah, exactly <laughs> to him he's just on a plane going to yeah, work yeah, you know yeah. me it was like magical every moment of course right yeah. dream and you know and like. So, um, two sprites, please. Two sprites, yeah, yeah. Exactly. On, whatever you want. <laughs> I get a sandwich, what? yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have a sandwich. You want crackers? You want some crackers? Wow, <laughs> no pretzels. Um, I forget what I was saying with that. Sorry, uh, so it's magical for no, you. No, it's magical. You're flying up to you're flying Santa up. Cruz. He's going yeah. to work. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. So then, yep. and he had been like at the beach all weekend or something like that. And he was like, oh, I'm at the beach all weekend. I was like, I, you know, I, I, my voice, I don't have much voice. And I was like, well, that's good because Joel yeah. told yeah. us to, then he was like, Oh yeah, so then he says to Joel, he says, "I've been I've been doing what you said, screaming into a pillow." <laughs> That's hilarious. 
You got it. I mean, you know, it's like, again, you got it, but the mind of a 15, 16 year old, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, he wants yeah. to impress. He wants to impress yeah. the director, you know. Well, you're on cloud nine at the same time. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I'm doing this. And then, yeah, yeah. well, how can I turn this yeah. into a positive? Teacher's exactly. bet. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I wasn't partying when I should have been preparing. I was preparing. <laughs> Only preparing. I, I thought said, yeah. when you brought up <laughs> Scream into a Pillow, I had a, I had a class in junior high called Quest. It was basically a, a, an empowering class, uh, social skills for kids. Mm. And my teacher, uh, we had pillows on our desk one day. We all came in, there's little pillows, and we practiced screaming into our pillows when we were angry. Okay. Interesting. Well, I, yeah, that makes you sense. You know, too. when you're yeah. stressed out, go to your pillow in your bedroom, scream into it. Sure. So we all practiced screaming into our pillows. It was, it was embarrassing at the time, but now looking right. back, it was great. It was helpful. So when he told you to scream into a pillow, it's like, yeah, it had multiple yep. uses. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he used to be a teacher. Jamie, this is gonna we're gonna, this is gonna be a painful scene. So before, Let's go scream into a pillow. It's, it's gonna be emotional for you. Um, go to your trailer, scream into a pillow. So here, so so many years later, you're continuing to acting. You're con continuing working. Uh, Dustin, you oh, I watched Bone Tomahawk the other night. Yeah, totally right. Cool movie. And so, does anyone know how to spell troglodytes? You know, for the Telegraph. <laughs> right, right. Like I got that. I got the button of the scene. You know, I got to say the. The laugh line of the scene. You got your line. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Could that's fun. Ex fun experience making that movie. Amazing experience. Yes. So uh, Craig Zoller, S. Craig Zoller, who is the writer director, you know, the the mastermind behind all this. Um, he he was this guy that I knew um, in New York. We did this movie together. Just you know, a movie that never saw the light of day. It was called Tornado States. Uh, um, kind of cool movie actually about New Jersey life in New Jersey. Okay. And so he was the DP on that, and he was a. Um, this guy who was a total film nerd, you know, mm. again, cool, but he was, a, he was into film like crazy. He lived and breathed. He saw every movie, you know, and he on the, uh, you know, for an independent movie, the value of that, you know, as he's the cinematographer, he can, he, he knows how, he knew how to make stuff that could have cost, you know, $30,000, you know, for like a few hundred bucks, you know, wow. because like just, yeah. you know, techniques and stuff, you know, like yeah. the, the one I'm, I love talking about is that, he, they were supposed to be driving this car. And so instead of paying for all the rig to drive the car and everything like that, he just had them do various things. And one of the things was holding flashlights. This guy, he had this guy hold flashlights in the back window and then turn off as if it was a, and you look at the movie. That's and it, hilarious. It really works. Yeah. Look like a car turning. Yeah. It was genius. Wow. You know? And so that's this that's guy. That's really cool. That's Craig Zoller. And he, Wow. So he starts. He's and he, so he's gen genius in all these ways, and 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 kind of weird, you know. In you know, in in like we're all in this all in this way that when we get that into these things, that we get kind of like obsessed with them, and like he would wear a tie to to the shoot every day mm. because out of, and it's it's so sweet. I mean, it, out of the respect for the for the job for the shoot, you know, That's it's cool. like that kind of thing, yeah. you know. And so interesting, he starts writing, and as it turns out, he's this great writer, you know. And so he starts writing, he starts selling these scripts and he's like selling these scripts for all, all this money. And as what happens with lots of writers in Hollywood, as maybe you guys have experienced, like, you, you, you know, if you're lucky, you're selling these scripts. But then at some point you're like, I'm not making any movies. I, I, I want, I got in this to make movies. And right. so um, that's what happened. And he was like, we're going to make one of these, you know. And so he had this team who was totally dedicated to him because he's awesome and brilliant and got all these stars to be in it, got Kurt Russell to be in it. It's a phenomenal know. cast. Right. Including yourself. Yeah. I appreciate that. I Sincerely. Appreciate that. You, you. I mean, you should put yourself in that echelon. I appreciate that. As Did Kurt Russell, sure. Why not? Why not? Totally. I appreciate that. And you know what? I'm starting to think that 
you know, I have this thing that I've always kind of done of being like wanting to be completely honest about, you know, being like upfront about how, you know, rather than trying to like make myself seem, you know, bigger than I am or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? Right. I don't have to go so far to convince people that I'm not a, a star. <laughs> you right, know what I mean? right, like, right, right. I can just kind right. of accept it that, you know, like some people feel I'm a star. Some people don't. I don't have to necessarily convince them that I am, you know. Right. Let them. Yeah. yeah you don't need to you don't need to add yeah. your own i can just yeah. act like a star right. I, I, you know, right. sometimes i feel like a star right. you know hope we all do sometimes well you know? I, I mean as, as someone who was on the outside looking in and is now on the inside uh to get something made and to be have the opportunity to see yourself on screen or hear yourself or whatever yeah. is a huge thing whether it's one project or a hundred totally. projects uh -huh. and so to be grateful for that clearly you are but to also appreciate how special that is. And yeah, like it's a big deal. You are cemented in people's minds. Mm -hmm. It's not just horror fans, it's mainstream as well for one particular role. How many people in this world have tried for that one role and never got it? And you got sure, it. Sure. You know? right. And so, or and never tried. Or never matter. tried. Right, right, right. Exactly. We miss all the shots. Yeah. Right. Right. And yeah. here you are shooting like a, a movie like Bone Tomahawk with a phenomenal cast and, and, and a scope. And I mean, would you consider it a Western? It's, Western it's a Western, yeah. It's, Western horror, yeah. It's horror it has Western. the intensity. It has the 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 graphicness of a horror of a right. slasher. Right, right. That one um, spot especially we won't. Right. Yeah. No spoilers because yes. no, maybe people haven't seen no it. No spoilers. Yeah. No spoilers. But yeah, no. It it really does. It's a very interesting movie because it is like a character study yeah uh, and it is a legit it, it is a legit western like if you if you're just a western person yeah you you probably would be yeah. a bit satisfied by it totally agree yeah i mean and that's craig also because he if you listen to him talk about it he knows westerns you know he's seen all of them you know yeah and i mean obviously yellowstone is still very much hot in the zeitgeist of everybody currently it's like people still thinking about that and yeah. actually it would be good to re revisit bone tomahawk I'm I'm kind of hoping that Bontama gets continues, and I think it is. The more and more conventions, I, I have it on my my banner uh, at conventions, cool. and more and more people are seeing it. And it was just a really cool movie, and an honor to be among all those people. And like you say, I, I forget who it was, but some of those stars were like, "I'm working with the Frog Brother," you know. I mean, they were stars, <laughs> right, right? Yeah, right, right. And right. I was like, "This is awesome." You're yeah, like, "I'm you know? working yeah. with the guy from Party of Five. Yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. You know that he was awesome. Uh, what's his name? Matthew uh, Fox. Yeah, yes. Matthew Fox was amazing in that movie and what a pro on the set they all were you know just figuring it out and working together and finding the moments it was it's got to be cool yeah. though working on a set and people being a fan of your work and be like hey this is cool we're all working together and it is you cool. dig my yeah. stuff yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Stuff. it's super cool yeah. it's super cool and you're continuing to work to this day i mean you're obviously that's you're you're doing other projects as well but potentially yeah. something in the future with the frog brothers and that could be yeah. amazing yeah that would be amazing and um right now so it's like i mentioned i was in uh doing ad advertising writing and you know all that yeah you know, which was really great especially while my kids were younger and you know the steadiness of that kind of thing totally so um i'm now really back to acting and writing as well you know really back to entertainment I I, yeah. I I just booked a gig actually. Uh, oh. you know, so amazing. Yeah, so like as in you know, uh, it's been a long time since I've auditioned for a part and gotten that part. I've been offered parts. I've done parts as you see, Bone Tomahawk, a bunch of other things. Yeah, but to audition for a part and get it is a is a big thing. I never considered myself to be a good at auditioning. I'm starting to. I'm working with a a new uh, coach, uh, audition coach, 
and I'm starting to get it. And this auditioning on video uh, rather than having to right. go to the office. taping yeah. process, right. it's it's the helpful. lighting. Yeah, I get yeah. nervous in someone's yeah. office meeting them for the well, first time. Well, because auditioning is not really acting. It's like a separate right. thing of acting. Right. But that's not your process. It's right. not, they're, they're totally separate things. Yeah. So it's weird. Yeah. Is yeah. It, is it, it's a... Is it, it's a well, they overlap, but there's different. It's a different skill. It it, it yeah. is. It's a different skill set. You're usually finding out about an audition like the day before or something, right. and you, you got to scramble. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, you know, you want to like, yeah. oh, that moment. We got to hit yeah, that moment. Choices, right? hit that and, moment. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Rather than like, you have some time with it. The director's kind of saying like, do this. And that. You know, there's so many little yeah. things that on a set, you know, I feel like I've always delivered when I've been on a set. But so I have this, you know, I got this gig. It's a small thing. It's not something necessarily worth based on a self tape. You know, yeah, based on a self tape. Amazing. Yeah, and that's um, a great. Congrats. Thanks, thanks. It's really exciting. A couple days of shooting uh, this month uh, out in uh, Kentucky. You know, All right, fun. Kentucky. Yeah. All right, getting lucky in Kentucky. Love it. <laughs> Maybe you can fit in a convention somewhere Love in it. there. We're working on it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, hearing that, I think it's great having you on our show, <laughs> and you. and and may this be the start or the continuation yeah. of more wins for you. In, your, in the artistic sense. I appreciate um, that. Absolutely. It's really been a pleasure to have you on our show. Thank you. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's been amazing. Um, as far as how people can find you. Yeah, so I'm on social media. I'm on, I have an Instagram um, that is just my, you know, at Jameson Newlander. I, I keep meaning, now I'm going to, I think I am going to do the blue check because I think it is hurting me. Like I didn't for a while with Twitter because anyway. Uh, oh, I'm yeah. On and on. But so I don't yet have the blue check. If you don't see the blue check, don't get scared. I'm also on Twitter, Jameson Newland, at Jameson okay. Newland. Okay. Um, and then Facebook as well, you'd be able to find me. I have a website, jamesonnewlander.com, which is like, you know, still, I'm, I don't keep it up uh, every week, every month, but it, generally I'm trying to keep it somewhat current. Okay, great. Well, we'll put all those links too in our, in our show notes. Sounds great. Thank you. Hey! Excellent. Hi, Duke. Oh, listen, I just wanted to say goodbye and remind you that the good guys always win, even in the 80s. All right, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a four... Is it five-star rating? <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. We really... Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. If you listen to us on Spotify, that's great too. And you can find us on the internet. <laughs> Don't forget to check out our website at $2LateFee.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Podcast. We'll see you next time. We did it. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 